Hello, welcome everybody to another episode of Alcoholics Unanimous. This is Josh. I am an alcoholic, and this is episode seven. Uh, thank you for tuning back in. Took a week off last week, actually. Um, it was the 4th of July weekend, so I decided to kind of lay low. I was with my family, hanging out um, back in the Bay. Um, yeah, I didn't want to get too too uh, crazy. I was pretty worn out from all the travel. Um, so hopefully you guys forgive me and uh, welcome me back this week. Um yeah, I had a pretty pretty good pretty good week. I actually wanted to take some time to kind of rethink um, a little bit about what I'm doing with this thing. Um, yeah, I guess I kind of um, uh, ran out of steam a, a little bit. I don't know exactly what um, <laughs> what to talk about. I feel like I've exhausted all the immediate resources I have for, um, inspiration, um, which isn't obviously completely true. There's a lot of things that I have been thinking about, but I just need, um, I need a little bit better. Uh, I need to put things together a little bit better before I start presenting ideas and just kind of go on this whim and, and, um, winging things and, um, cause sometimes it comes together really awesome and I, and I just kind of get lost in the moment and, um, and start talking and, and, you know, just go without really thinking about it. Um, and then there's other days where I have to sit and just cut and cut and cut and punch in and, and then it doesn't feel organic anymore. And it just feels like I'm trying to put something together. Um, the, what I liked about the first part of the first few episodes of this thing was, um, just really kind of getting things off my chest and, um, just talking and not really, not really, um, planning it out, just kind of letting things fly. And I had a lot to say. So I think, um, I think I, I mean, that's the most amount I think I've talked, um, about any subject (laughs) is what I've done so far for this podcast. And it's, um, don't get me wrong, it's been super fun and amazing. It's just the more that I get into it, the more serious it gets. And, um, and uh, I don't know, it, it just, I start expecting a little bit more out of myself. Um, maybe that, fa- that fear of failure type of um, uh, feeling is coming up um, of like, oh, this is actually getting kind of cool. And some people are starting to follow and listen, and it's been really fun, um, you know, putting content out for everybody and getting a cool response from everybody and and making that happen. But, um, of course, then, like, yeah, I I start seeing that, like, oh, this is a thing I could do. And then I start to shy away from it and blame it off on the guys of, like, I'm getting bored, but really I'm just... um, probably scared to see it through and, and take it, you know, seriously and, and stay, um, stay on track and stay on the course. Um, so yeah, bouncing back, um, revamping everything. I, I'm, uh, going in and redesigning some, some of the, des- uh, some of the fonts and logos and, um, the, all that kind of stuff there. So it's, um, 
it's been good. I mean, I'm super happy with um, what I've done, and, and I've had a couple really cool conversations with some people that are um, pretty close to me that have gotten a lot from this podcast, and even from a perspective of uh, a normie, and what we call them, um, just somebody who, who doesn't have an alcohol uh, problem or drug problem, but, um, but I, I, you know, I think they get it with, um, with my, my stream, um, because I'm not just talking about just alcoholism or just drug addiction or just, um, recovery or just rehab or just anything. I'm talking about everything that kind of comes up and surrounds and, um, is encompassing of recovery. Um, so anything that is, you know, along those lines and a lot of that stuff leads into life, uh, situations and, you know, very nuanced things that I like to talk about. Um, but yeah, I mean, this, this fear, this weird fear, I think it was, uh, is really what it is. I don't know if that's the right word or not. Um, but yeah, there's definitely something, um, something happening to me when, whenever I start something and it gets going, I'm like, ah, well, should I do this or is it worth it? You know, is there enough? Am I going to get anything out of this? Like, it's just stupid, stupid things like that. And, um, then I forget like what it's all about. And I forget that this just lets me sit and talk and get things off my chest and, uh, kind of stop thinking about the, the outside world, um, for a little bit. Um, so yeah, this is, um, this is me, uh, you know, getting up to, to bat for my second, uh, second at bat here. And, um, yeah, I just want to make sure that I am, um, I am providing something that is useful and um, informative or entertaining or whatever the case is. I just want it to be something that can um, something that can be really impactful, I guess. Um, so yeah, I mean, I have a couple topics today I want to talk about. Um, first, I want to give a shout out actually to. Um, to Cyril, Cyril, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Um, um, yeah, all the way from Ireland, we have a listener from, uh, from Ireland, man. What's up? Thank you for, for, um, for tuning in, for listening. Um, got your voicemail, man. Thank you. Thank you for that. Seven years is awesome. Congrats on that. Um, I, yeah, I'm at 11 and a, oh, just under 11 months. Um, I'll be on 11 on the 17th, uh, God willing. But yeah, um, shout out to you, man. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Um, yeah, the uh, um, struggle is real, man. It's worldwide. Um, yeah, so um, shout out to you for, for listening, sending something out, taking some time out of your day, man. That's really, really awesome. I really, um, really take that to heart, so thank you. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean... It's a little bit late um, this week, as uh, last week was 4th of July, a.k.a. Independence Day. But, um, yeah, um, 2020 Independence Day, 
didn't really seem like a fitting time to brag about our freedom um, because we really are in a weird place where we don't have all of our freedoms. Uh, I'm stuck in quarantine, so yeah. Um, but there's an important part of that word of independence, which is dependence. And I thought that would lead nicely into a word that's thrown around at rehabs and AA uh, meetings everywhere across the world, which is codependence or codependency or codependent, AKA today is codependence day. Just kidding. It's not really that I made it up. If it is that, um, and then another date, I'm sorry. Check me out. Um, Codependency, what does that mean? Um, Someone who is codependent, it means that they do not, they do not get their happiness or pleasure from their own self. They get that happiness and, and contentment from pleasing other people, AKA the codependent. So like for me, I was in a, pretty toxic relationship um and we um and you know we weren't good for each other but we really fed off of each other um there's a there's an Eminem lyric where he says I guess this is what happens when a tornado meets a volcano that's kind of what it was like and um we were co- we were codependent upon each other where if if I was going, you know, I, my happiness was dictated by our happiness and vice versa. There was not any sense of, I didn't have a sense of self in that relationship when I look at it now. It was just like, am I making her happy? Because if she's happy, I'll be happy. But I wasn't happy myself. So what's the point of that shit? Um, so yeah, I, uh, that's, you know, one example of codependency. Um, it, and just you know, getting, getting your fix from, fr- getting your fix from um, somebody else's view, or, or whatever the case is, whatever you want to call it, um, it's hard, it's hard to explain because I still struggle with it. It's actually a word that took me a little bit um, to really to really grasp onto it, and I did have to look it up. So I will read you the definition here. Um, originally from when I went to rehab, but um, it's an excessive emotional or psychological reliance on a partner, typically one who requires support on account of an illness or addiction. So addiction is thrown in there and illness, which the addiction and alcoholism is. Um, So that's thrown in there, right? That's um, reliance on somebody who requires the support of an addiction. Uh, who requires support on account of an addiction. So um, it's still something, honestly, that I, I, I have trouble grasping onto the, the concept of it because it is it's something you don't really even kind of think about or um, necessarily, necessarily realize that you're doing um, or... Until really it it's ha- it happens and, and um, you're stuck in that spot. But basically, I know that I'm not 
feeling that codependency issue anymore because I, um, because I am, I am comfortable in my own skin. I can sit in my, in my room and I can, uh, I can sit and be with my thoughts and I can, I can chill and I can, I can be me and just hang out and post up and do my thing. I feel happy and content because of what I'm, you know, what I've accomplished and what I've been doing. Um, basically I am happy with my own, my own shit. I am, uh, I'm, I'm comfortable with, with me. I think, um, I think I have a, a game plan. I have a, a purpose. I have drive. I have that um, that sense that I, I didn't have for such a long time. Um, you know, I, when I think back on it, especially, I thought I had some sort of purpose or something outlined in my head that I was working towards, but ultimately I didn't have anything really formulated. Um, and and I think that's what helped me, you know, kind of snap out of that codependency thing was um, – I realized to get from point A to point B, there is a way. There is always a way. For the most part, I, I liken it to um, we 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 just gotta get a way to we just gotta find a way to get there. Point A to point B, we just gotta find a way to get there. There's a way. We just gotta find it. Um, and that's that's really where my my uh, my sense of confidence and self. Um, worth is coming from right now is my, my trust in myself and my judgment and realizing that I am actually, um, in control of how I am feeling, how I'm perceiving things, even, um, how I, um, how I let things affect me can be worked on and can be controlled. Um, you know, even so much as like taking care, better care of my physical self, I've actually, I've lost 20 pounds since, um, since August 17th last year. Thank you very much. I can hear the applause. Um, the, the crazy thing is I didn't really, um, do much except kind of just walk and move around. Um, I'm sure obviously stopping drinking as much as I was, um, you know, helped with that too. Um, but yeah, just kind of just would go on walks and just, um, make sure my body was moving and, and, you know, do little things here and there. Um, you know, especially now in this quarantine, like everything I do is on a computer. I, I work on a computer during the day. I work on a computer during the night. I work on the computer when I'm doing a podcast, making music, editing videos. It's all on a computer. So, uh, I need to especially get out right now and just, um, you know, stretch my legs and, and go out there and, um, kind of break, break away from, from everything. But, um, point is I... I have so much more, um, so much more rapport with myself, and I'm very, very much more in tune with, um, with what I, with what I'm feeling, um, and what I, and and really what I want um, is is a little more clear now. Um, it's it's hard to it's hard to um, verbalize exactly what I mean, but it, it is just kind of this wash of um, empowering, um, empowerment, this wash of feeling that just, it, it's like, feels good. I feel strong. I feel like I, I feel capable. I feel like it is, um, 
you know, there's not much that can, can hold me back. That's how I'm feeling right now. So, um, yeah, just a, a couple and thoughts on, on that, I guess. Um, codependency, uh, being codependent. It's still a crazy um, kind of surreal metaphysical kind of subject, and it, it is hard to understand when you're in it um, because you, it, it's like being removed from um, the dimension you're in and being taken to a higher plane to see um, you know, experience things through a fourth dimension and, and see your, your situation like that. And that's really, that's really what it is. I mean, you're, t- you're removing yourself, um, from the, the strappings of time and being able to analyze, um, your situation in real time. You're being able to look at it and, um, you know, in post and see it from all kinds of different angles. So, um, that essentially, I mean, it really is like you're removing yourself from, um, the dimension of reality and taking yourself into this, f- um, fourth dimension of, um, of your memories and, and analyzing and stuff. Um, you know, obviously there's faults to that, but, um, what other tool is going to be constantly recording every single aspect of your life at all times? There's not a thing that can do that. So the best thing that we have is your brain. So, um, you know, you can work on that. Um, that's really your only option. Otherwise don't work on it and stay, you know, the way you are fucking bastard. Bastard. Harvard Bar. There's equations on the wall. Um, So, um, yeah. Switching uh, topics into um, actually the more um, serious thing I wanted to talk about was um, actually kind of little bit of a bummer I guess it's not going to be fun to relive um exactly you know everything I want to talk about today but um it's definitely worth doing for a couple of reasons um I I think I haven't spent enough time really diving into um just that aspect and and kind of pulling back all the band-aids still I think um some of them are still kind of coddled and, and not haven't healed as, as easily as I'd like. Um, and you know, that's, that's okay. It's a, it's a work in progress. Um, that's what I'm doing this for to help myself kind of get, get through all this stuff. And, um, yeah. Um, one, you know, one thing I found in my life is, um, is talking these things out really helps, um, for some reason, really, really helps, um, with the stresses of, of like my overactive thinking or overactive imagination. Um, and so I have a tendency to spiral. Um, it's not a, uh, it's not a, uh, a thing that happens, you know, too often. Now I'm pretty aware of it, but I'm also hypersensitive of it and constantly, um, constantly checking in on that side of myself. Um, getting this out really helps take the pressure off. It, 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 um, makes it real in a way that allows my, um, allows my brain to just relax. It's like I took it from inside of my brain and threw it out to the universe and the pressure of it is no longer inside of there. And, um, it helps. I mean, um, you got to have somebody to kind of bounce ideas off of and somebody to talk to and, and, um, you know, you don't want to be talking to a hole in the wall. And, um, and so, yeah, I mean, it's, um, 
I don't know. I, I, it, it's something I wanted to do in, in lieu of going to Zoom meetings. Um, so maybe it's just a cop-out, but it's a you know pretty high-effort cop-out for that. So um, that's my rebuttal. Um, but yeah, uh, today I wanted to talk about... Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I, I wanted to talk about the dark days. <clears throat> the dark days of Josh. Yeah. Um, no, but I wanted to kind of go in on, um, on the day-to-day kind of struggles and stuff that I was dealing with back in the, back in the day, uh, back in the drinking days. Um, I actually was having a conversation with, um, good, good friend of mine, very good friend of mine. And, um, we were, yeah, just kind of, you know, shooting the shit, talking about podcasts, um, ideas and, and concepts and stuff. Cause like I said, I was kind of running a little dry. I uh, didn't really know where to take it. And he, he was like, man, I mean, the one thing I would, if you were to ask me what I would like to hear from you is about this. And, you know, it's like, fuck, yeah, I can talk about that. I haven't, I haven't talked about that. So it was a, you know, gr- you know, great shout out there, um, from my homie, um, <clears throat> Gregory, shout out to you. Um, but yeah, I'm going to kind of go in on that and, and just kind of highlight and, and touch on some things that were um, going on with, with my psyche at the time or, or what, I, what I thought was going on. Um, you know, some of that actions that that produced, um, you know, kind of all of the above of um, why, why I was just pouring poison down my throat all day long. Um, so, yeah. We're going to um, start off there, take a quick break, and we will be right back. Stay tuned. Thank you. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? We did an ad. We did it for Anchor. Anchor is awesome. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so getting back into it, um, like I said, I, I wanted to get into a little bit more of the, the darker days um, <clears throat> and kind of what my psyche was like back then. Um, and really, you know, kind of try also myself, try to piece it together as I'm talking it out. So, um, yeah, I don't really necessarily have any sort of point with this one. I just want to kind of talk into like why I did certain things or why I think I did certain things or whatever. Um, so yeah, um, really I think the, um, the base of my drinking kind of started with a combination of boredom and lack of purpose, which I think the two are kind of pretty intertwined, but they both have their separate places. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, I was just kind of bored and, and didn't have a sense of purpose really. Um, my, baseball career that I thought was going to happen, um, didn't pan out. (laughs) Surprise. Um, and, um, you know, I was really kind of lost in, in that regard. I didn't really know what I was supposed, supposed to do or, you know, what I was supposed to feel. So, um, I dabbled around. I tried different things, tried different things in school. Um, ended up getting into this. I was, you know, still do my music stuff now, but I was getting into music pretty heavy back then. And so I got into school, 
um, that allowed for the uh, uh, kind of ex- you know expansion of of those those things. Um, at first, I thought it was thought it was a good school, but it was not. Um, but regardless, I uh, um, <clears throat> I didn't give that my my full um, attention either. So I mean, who knows? Um, you know, I could be putting some blame on them for no reason. But there was some things I was not happy about. Um, but anyways, yeah, I had a lot of just boredom. Um, I was kind of life was just dull um for a lot of things um and on top of that I had a lot of uh kind of just hurt and pain I was coming out of high school like on a, a lot of things kind of not working out like you know the baseball stuff not getting the into the schools I, I needed to get into all that stuff uh, heartbreak me just kind of going through a lot of hormonal cha- hormonal changes and um you know, just, just kind of getting, uh, growing up and evolving and, um, and it's, it's tough to, um, to pick like what really was causing exactly, um, this feeling, but, um, yeah, I really was lost. I didn't have like a sense of direction. I feel like I was just kind of blown in the wind and, um, when you are just kind of blown in the wind, you're going to get blown into something, um, that you don't, you don't want to be involved with, um, which for me was a few, um, years of being an alcoholic, hardcore. Um, but yeah, um, I remember I would get, I would start drinking before class because I made class fun and I would, being more inclined to uh to actually be there and and uh you know if i'm if i had to be there i might as well be drunk so i yeah i'd be you know getting drunk before class and um you know kind of kind of able to get through i was able to fib it um for enough time and then you know it's that starts catching up to you but yeah, that kind of started out as like, like, oh, this is fun. I can do this drunk as well. Like, there's not really much consequence for doing this drunk. Like, why not? It's more fun. It's, you know, when I'm not drunk, it seems more boring. And when I think about that now, it seems crazy. It seems so crazy. But it, it really was not it, not how I viewed anything. It was... It's like, when are we drinking? Uh, when it became like it became a problem for me, like that's I was so obsessive about it. And like, when are we drinking? I know we're drinking soon. Why can't we? Why don't we just start drinking now? Um, let's keep the party going. Let's not stop drinking. Let's keep drinking, drinking, drinking. It was just drinking, 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 drinking all the time. But I thought that's kind of how you had, you know, fun. I just got it ingrained in my head after so long, and and you know, not paying attention to it, not actively you know, paying attention to my, my patterns and behavioralistic things. Um, I just fell into that, you know, world pretty, pretty hard. And, um, you know, I really started out with that kind of that boredom and, and lack of purpose. Um, and so, I mean, I was just lost, really lost for a long time. And I was just kind of, you know, drinking to fill the void 
Um, you know, I wasn't as as depressed as I was towards the end of um, that uh, of um, you know like eleven months ago. Um, uh, that was probably that was a peak of it. But during these times, it's probably like a, a three four years before that. You know, that's when I started really drinking, drinking, and kind of drinking all the time, and just um, wouldn't stop the party for yeah for years, man. I, just, I would have moments where I'd be like, man, how long have I been fucking doing this? I don't care. Drink. And so, um, yeah, it's it sucked. Um, it really sucked. So I think, I mean, what I, what I definitely know now is that I have a purpose. And a big part of that is this and spreading a message and getting – um, getting my thoughts out to the general populace, um, you know, alcoholics and normies and addicts alike. Um, I just, you know, I think this is my purpose is just kind of talking and, and, and opening up, um, avenues and pathways for, for people's uh, thinking that maybe they, they haven't really thought of before different, um, different little, um, I don't know, different things, different ways of thinking that, um, that I love to hear from other people. So I, I would assume, um, hopefully some people like hearing it from me. It seems like, uh, there are some people that do. So that's really where I kind of get my, um, drive these days is, is creating, um, I, I've, you know, give, give myself goals as well. A lot of, um, in little things too, like, um, just giving yourself props when you clean the house, when you clean your room and do that. Just like, ah, look, I was dirty and now I made it clean. It is dirty and now I made it not that way. That's a good feeling. And it's a good place to, um, to kind of be. Um, I think I feel great in it. Um, and it's something I, when I look back, I definitely didn't have during those, those times for myself. And, um, I don't, I don't know how really one can learn this without having some sort of experience with it um, firsthand. I, I, I think, you know, I, I've said this before. There's, it's hard to, um, you don't know that there's an easy way for things until you learn some things the hard ways. And um, what I mean is basically... You don't know. You don't know till you know, um, and it's, you know it takes going over those speed bumps and those lumps and those bruises um, to to challenge yourself to to grow and to learn, um, right? Like what is what is actually what is learning and what is growing in in that regard? It's it's breaking down what you thought you knew and replacing it with what is actually true, and so that is. Um, in itself, you are admitting you are wrong and fixing what you thought. Um, that's literally what learning is. And so I think um, going through some of these experiences, albeit not the easiest way, I don't know how I would have learned any of this stuff 
and truly grasp and understand it without having gone through it. And I don't think I, I don't think it's possible that I could have. And, you know, it's one of those things that say, um, everything happens for a reason, right? Well, I don't know. I don't really care. All I know is it happened that way and I can either learn from it or not. Um, you know, I don't really want to spend effort on thinking about things were meant to happen because I think that's, that takes you out of the real life events that are real time stuff that's happening for you. And, um, you're not, I I don't think you would really be taking life as seriously as you would want is is like, let me, let me say this again. I don't think you'd be taking life as uh, for as precious as it is. Um, like, uh, everything happens for a reason. So when something shitty happens, sometimes I don't, I don't think sometimes shitty things don't happen for a reason. I think sometimes they just happen and, um, and it goes back to my philosophy, I guess, of being, um, you know, the, in the situation itself and your action in the matter. That's really all it boils down to for me. So as, fact, as far as, you know, if something was meant to happen or to happen for a reason, I don't care. It's too, it's too much to worry about, you know. Just act. Just do the night, next right thing. Look at it afterwards and, and analyze it. There's, it's too much going on. You can't. You can't live and analyze in the same time. You can't. It's hard to do that. You need to experience, then analyze. It's a twofold process, and you know this is all stuff that helped me. And it doesn't have to help you, but when I was in those dark places, I didn't know that. I didn't even have any sort of idea or concept around that. Um, wasn't even a thought in my head. Um, I just thought, I don't know. I don't know what I thought. I was just adrift and kind of doing my, what I thought was my thing. And yeah, it wasn't, but um, I learned from it. Um, so whether or not it was meant to happen or had to happen, um, the fact is that it did happen and I learned from it. Nobody died. You know, I hurt some people along the way, but luckily those people love me enough to forgive me. Like, man, I'm, I'm lucky. I don't want to say any, anything more than that. I'm lucky, bro. It's crazy. And, you know, part of that, um, part of that is, is, is then me wanting to give back because I do feel lucky in, in a sense that, you know, that luck and, um, altruism kind of stuff like that is, is they say the flip side of guilt, which I don't like that phrasing. Um, you know, I think it's you know, people that may want to help, you know, maybe, maybe it's uh, like someone like me, I don't have much to give. I just have thoughts and, and opinions. I'm not really, I mean, I'm not like Tony Stark, you know, giving out scholarships to everybody at MIT class um, for their projects, but, you know, I'm dishing out what I can, which is just these little tidbits of information and little anecdotes and, um, fun little quips and remarks and, you know, just, I, I, 
and just have my character and my persona to offer really and and in AA and recovery that's often all anybody needs um, is to see somebody who they can relate to directly who is doing it who is killing it and you look at that person and you go you look at that person and you go what the fuck what are they doing they look happy I remember thinking that in, in the beginnings of rehab and AA, uh, AA specifically, not rehab, because everyone looks the same, same in rehab. But um, in AA, yeah, there's like the, the old timers who've been sober for 20, 25 years in there. And then there's people that were like me that have been sober 20, 25 days. And they need to hear from us as much as we need to hear from them at that point. When you're a newcomer, I'm still technically a newcomer. I'm like, you know, 11 months in. And yeah, it's just a, going into those rooms, um, no matter where you are in life, you're probably going to hear something that's, um, that really touches you. Um, I know I got something from, from most every meeting and that's what you kind of learn, um, to do. Cause as a young, uh, recovering alcoholic, you, um, are quick to judge, um, not in negative ways necessarily, but even like other oh, stories, not as hard, hard as mine was. Or their story's fucking crazy compared to mine. It's not about that. It's not about the comparison. It's about the similarities. They say, find the similarities because there's always, there's, there's guaranteed to be one similarity between anybody's story and yours. You know, if there's not, then you're an alien. But even then, you'd still have some similarity. Like, you, like you're able to talk. So, Yeah rebuttal that me I can't um so it's it's pretty easy to get something out of just talking and listening and and hearing um I really did learn a lot about um, what drives a person and what motivates a person because of that I, I got to listen to people explain their struggles and, and hear, th- hear things that they did well to um, avoid those struggles and things that they didn't do so well that, you know, got them, got them into some trouble. So there's always something you can get out of. There's always similarities, but yeah, it's, it's, I, of course I didn't really start learning that until after having to go to rehab and, you know, I was 26 years old. 26-year-old man just figuring that out for the first time. Um, and so it's, it's – everyone has their own journey. Everyone has their own path. Um, mine happened when it did. Others happened when theirs did. Um, but regardless, um, we all kind of had that same struggle, so it's something we could all get from it. Um, but, yeah, um, to tie that back in, I mean, I, I didn't really get to learn, really realize that there could be really an easy way until after getting sober. Um, I was able to see that, like, oh, you can actually learn from these people and not say, oh, I could do it myself, you fucking bitches. No, you are not as powerful <laughs> as you think you are, and you are more powerful than you think you are. You just... Your judge, your perspective is askewed, and I think 
I think as a, as a person, it's hard to, to, it's hard to analyze and judge yourself first and foremost. I think that it's most easy to judge basically anyone else, which is why everyone does it. And it's, it's really hard to look at yourself and kind of give yourself like a check, a check-in and, 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 you know, do it that way. So, um, so uh, yeah, I mean, kind of get a little off topic with that, but, um, I mean, yeah, the beginning of, of this alcohol shit was, was, um, really just stemmed with boredom and lack of, of purpose and direction. Over the years, um, the addiction became physical. I became addicted to the substance itself, um, not only to the behaviors that I was needing to drink to you know open up and stuff, but the physical substances had taken root. So by this time, um, you know, I was dating this girl, and you know I had a I, I was drinking before we kind of met and. Kept it under wraps for a little while, and then it just kind of became a thing where I oh, just drink a lot and like to party, but I keep it together. Um, and we had a you know very, very toxic relationship, but we were both in very very bad places, and um, you know mentally she was dealing with a lot of depression, anxiety, um, you know, bipolar issues. And then I was dealing with, you know, my alcoholism. And then I, you know, I have bipolar that I need to work on. I have pretty bad anxiety, really bad anxiety. And um, so the, those are um, those are not fun times to think about. But, you know, we hit, you know screaming matches. Um, we just loved and hated each other at the same time. Um you know, it, and it lasted for about a year and a half, um, and ended worse, ended even worse than it was while it was going, um, and that just sent me in a mad, you know, depression for the next, who, next like year and a half, two years, where I was just drinking heavily, not coming out of my room. Um, you know, just not talking to anybody for sometimes days, going to work hammered, coming home, getting hammered. It, it just, it was, I didn't want to feel, I did not want to feel anything. And I was open about it too. I was like, I drink so much because... I'm open about it to myself, I guess. I drink so much because I don't want to feel. And I'll disguise it as I like to party, right? Which, great disguise. No one can see through that. But, yeah. Um, I I truly did not want to be alive. And I was just, you know, too scared to to end it myself. Um, you know, for those reasons of we discussed before of um, you know having 
didn't want to have my family have to deal with that. It was, I guess, like a, it's even a selfish thing there. Like, oh, I don't want him to be mad at me when I die. I don't want him to get all pissed off. But like, ultimately, what it was is like, I didn't want to put that on my family and have to have them live with that for the rest of their lives. That in my head didn't seem fair to them. And that's what kept me kind of going for a while was this one thread of, of um, I'll call it selfish behavior because I didn't want to you know, put that out there and have them deal with it. But I think that shows I am a good you know, person at heart, um, even in the darkest depths of my um, depression. I didn't want to hurt anybody and I didn't want to um, you know, physically or, or emotionally. I didn't want to do anything to cause pain. I was just in pain. Um, and I didn't want to keep dishing out the pain. So I just hid it away and drank it down and suppressed it and continued on with my life without really letting myself grow um, mentally because I didn't want to. I just wanted to not feel and just be. Um, not analyze things, which, you know, when I think about it now, I did kind of learn that, um, how to really stop the input, um, I learned how to do it, you know, chemically and involuntarily, but, you know, that's something that I can kind of do now is where I can just slow things down and turn my brain to you know, safe mode and just, just on, um, you know, just, on, <laughs> just on the functions to keep me alive. <laughs> no, but I can, I, it comes with a sense of like, I can curb my emotions a little bit and, and pull things under control. Um, but I didn't have that then. And so I just drank to not feel that way. Um, and I was really, I was really, really in a bad way emotionally. Um, I didn't care about anything, really. All I cared about was the next drink and all that because I really just, I was like hoping something would, I was hoping I would die. I was hoping something would take me out and that I would be you know, drunk on the way that on the way to the grave, but uh, yeah, that was like the flip side of my not killing myself was I would just dream about daydream about things taking me out during the day, like a car would sideswipe me on the freeway and and something that wasn't my fault it would make it look tragic. Oh, you know, sideswipe me and the car went crazy and I flew off the side of the freeway and smashed and the car blew up. Not my fault, you know. I was literally hoping for that. That a fucking propeller, a prop plane f busted, flew out the sky and landed right on top of me. Crazy shit. Those are two not off the top of my head examples because I've thought about those ones a lot. And yeah, I would just, I would just think about shit like that all the time and... Um, 
that's really how bad it was, uh, how bad I was mentally um, and emotionally. Um, I would just, I would spend my waking free time dreaming about something that would kill me. Yeah, so that's where, that's why I didn't want to feel or think because it's all I would think about and shit like that and was not in control of, of myself. Um, and, you know, I had run astray because of the alcohol. I, you know, my brain had really gone off the rails because I was drinking so much. And so those thoughts became superbly prevalent. But it did start, um, it did kind of start with, yeah, all that, you know, boredom and, and um, stuff there, the boredom and lack of purpose that led me to filling a void with, um, with that hole, or filling that hole with, with alcohol. So, yeah, um, that was really the basis of it. That was kind of the main, the main part of, of why I would drink so much and that day day to day struggles of, of doing that. It was, um, just really to get through, to get through the day. Um, and it's not, it's not where you want to be. It's not a healthy place to be at all. Um, you're like literally waiting for the next day, just waiting for the time to pass. Um, and now I take control of it. I, I, I take control of the time. I make it my, uh, my thing. I make it something that, something that I can handle and control. And I learned it the hard way, <laughs> um, but I, yeah, so fuck, I just really canceled out everything I said at the beginning, didn't I? Um, nah, no, um, I, I had to learn that the hard way, really, um, and that's one of the har hardest things to learn, and I learned it the hardest way. And so I, I feel like it's easy now to uh, take a look at that side of myself and, you know, really take, I, I think it all, I think a lot of it boils to, boils down to just taking inventory and stock of yourself on a consistent basis. Um, cause if a lot of people will only check in on themselves when they're feeling sad or depressed, but I check in on myself when I'm feeling happy or excited or, or overwhelmed or, uh, you know, sad, depressed, that, that stuff too. But I don't, it's not as prevalent now because I can analyze the good parts of that, that coin, the flip side of that coin and, and, and amplify those, um, qualities about my life that bring me so much joy. I can, I can center in on those. So it's, it's twofold. Not only does it help you, um, you know, figure out your, tendencies that will bring you down uh, it will it will shine light on them so that you can um, hopefully do something to, to change or fix them 
Um, but yeah, it'll also bring bring you closer to um, those things that you do love and the things that you do enjoy. And an even cooler part is you'll get to kind of understand why you do enjoy and, and love these sorts of things. And um, for me, that's really what life is about. It's just, you know, doing the most we can um, with what we got. Um Right, Mewtwo. Mewtwo said it. They said it best. I see now. It is. Uh, I see now. The circumstances of one's birth are irrelevant. It is what you do with the gift of life that determines who you are. And it's it's true. I mean, it it doesn't matter um, at the end of your life whether you made a lot of money or not, or had a lot of success or not, or tried or not. But what's going to matter, the only thing that's going to matter when you're, you know, if you're old and in that hospital bed and you're thinking about your life, what I think that's going to help me if I get to that point, hopefully, and that's going to help, you know, what's going to help me, you know, cross over to the other side, I think it's that thought that, like, I did the best I could with what I had in front of me and... That's, you know, life isn't fair, but define fair. Fair is different for everybody. Fair is not um, an objective concept. Um, Everyone's going to want more or think they need more or less than somebody else. So it doesn't, you know. But anyways... What are we at here? Oh, yeah, 56, 55 minutes or so. Yeah, um, I think that's probably enough bummer talk for today. Um, dude, Josh, bruh, you're bumming me out, bruh. Fucking do something funny, dude. Okay. That was pretty funny. I did give myself a chuckle there oh, love life um just a quick update on what i think what i think is um helping me a lot uh, during this quarantine um i've been spending a lot of time learning new programs um for content creation trying new things this um podcast was spawned out of the quarantine um, you know, music production, video editing production, all kinds of stuff. Um, I'm getting into, um, just exploring my brain. Um, and I really like, I really like the aspect of, um, of just learning something new. Um, also I've been checking out, um, Twitch, um, and actually been starting to stream and stuff on there. So if you guys want to check me out, um, I will, I'll put my Twitch, uh, link in the description. So you guys can find that there. Um, be warned. It is very early beginning stages of, uh, my Twitch career. Um, so, and so I don't know what I'm doing really with it. I, I have it all set up. I know how to work it, but as far as purpose with it, I'm, I'm just kind of figuring that out. I think I'll probably do like some sessions of um, 
if I'm creating or editing, whatever, uh, producing, um, you know, do some sessions there. Video game sessions, of course. Um, even recording my podcasts, things like that. Um, eventually, I, I kind of want to get moved to that sort of platform where we could do like a live Q and A um, of sorts, like once a week or something. And um, yeah, I can just hop on there. And every, you know, if anyone wants to ask me any questions directly, we could talk about any subject, um, whatever. Also, wanted to you know bring in some interviews um, here soon. Um, talk to some people and kind of. Uh, bring a different light into the Alcoholics Unanimous world. Um, there um, is now seven episodes of me talking. Um, and so, yeah, just to, so you guys don't get bored and unsubscribe, I'd like to throw another voice at you. And his, his name is Craig. Hello, Mike. My name's Craig. I'm sorry, Australia. I'm sorry. I am so sorry. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so, <laughs> uh, I just saw actually had a listener from Australia, so shout out to you. Um, it's the only reason I did that. Hopefully you like this. Um, so yeah, um, I just kind of, yeah, I want to get into that world and start developing like a a little community that way. Um, I don't see much as far as that kind of discussion on there. Um, so I, and it is kind of a bum bummer thing to talk about all the time. Right. So that I kind of like the alcoholics unanimous brand. I want to be everything, um, encompassing and surrounding recovery and sobriety. And, um, so I don't want it to be strictly just recovery and sobriety because there's other parts of life, like video games and making stuff and being creative and thinking about fun things instead of, you know, the, the bad times, you know. So that's what I want this brand to really be is, is that, um, is, that is, is um, just a place for people who are familiar with addiction and um and like to do cool shit you don't have to understand addiction you just have to know it's real it's not imperative that you get it it is imperative that you recognize it um and that's all that's required for membership into the alcoholics unanimous it's a um, open forum here we just like to have fun and then have some cool talks at the end um, and talk about life and stuff. So, um, I don't know. Um, you know, I'm constantly trying to do new things here and there and see where I can grab, um, you know, little things. I also have a lot of fun doing Twitch. It's, it's awesome. Learned some cool things on there. Um, there's a lot of really, uh, not actually not a lot, but there's a few big music producers on there. One being Mike Shinoda. If you guys are, if anybody is into, uh, music production at all, I I would tell you you would be foolish if you did not get a Twitch account and follow Mike Shinoda and watch his live streams because they're amazing. He goes in there and he just uh, starts, it's like a three-hour stream usually. Um, he'll talk to like the chat for a little while before he gets started, but then he goes, he goes in and then... Um, 
He'll do, he'll do, um, she'll fan suggestions on some of them. So he'll do like three different things. One of them was like, um, Prince, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, and, uh, one of his songs that they, they wanted him to remake. Oh, no, no, sorry. It's a wombat sound. A wombat cry. (laughs) Sounded like that. Um, and, um, he made a dope song out of it and he did it in about three hours um and the really cool thing about twitch right is that live chat feature and you earn these points and stuff by by uh watching and spending time on the stream um but yeah i would um you know i would do that for for the last few weeks and develop these channel points and you can you can ask them questions um, so I'm like literally sitting in studio four or five days a week with Mike Shinoda and I have the opportunity to ask him questions directly. I was able to get a question up through the live chat, um, about autotune and he saw the question and he explained a little bit about autotune. He went about two or three minutes on, on what I asked about and, and then some talk a little bit more about some other things that would work. And it was super sick. Like one other place, what other place would you ever be able to do that? You, you it's like you're sitting in, in, um, uh, shadowing Mike Sin- Shinoda every day and you get some opportunities to ask him questions. Are you kidding me? So if you're any sort of creative in that fil- field, I would recommend hundred percent get on that. Um, and um, check me out in there as well. <laughs> um, sh- another shameless plug. But, um, yeah, I think that's it for today. I think I want to wrap it up here as a pretty good one. Um, I'm glad we're back up to uh, over an hour. Yeah, awesome. Cool, yeah. Um, seems like the longer episodes actually get more engagement um, from from people, which is, which is super cool. Um, you know, I doing the last few like 30 minutes or so um i'm starting to break these up into segments for myself so i can i can record into uh 20 30 minute segments um a piece so like this one i did in three pieces um so i think yeah i'm gonna start doing that uh more and more um kind of going through a rebrand right now i want to um you know rebrand the the logo on the podcast and everything and kind of go from there. Um, and then, um, eventually get back to the video, um, segments. So I think I, I think I have a pretty decent plan in place. Um, this is kind of, um, the kick of a new, uh, new era, I guess, of alcoholics unanimous. Um, I'll say, um, so yeah, stay tuned. A lot of fun, exciting stuff coming up for the next few weeks. Um, yeah, not not gonna take any more uh, breaks for a while. Um, I want to get. I want to hit this pretty hard. I got um, got a little fire under my booty, so I'm gonna be moving, get real groovy. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's it for today. Um, thank you everybody for tuning in. This was another episode of Alcoholics Unanimous. I am Josh and I am an alcoholic and your host. 
Um, tune in next week for another episode. Um, and follow my um, Twitter and Instagram. Instagram for updates on the podcast um, in that department. So um, hit me there. You can find the link in the description. Um, but yeah, have a good one, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. Peace.